0: G'day everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Yarns from the Paddock podcast brought to you by AgForce. Today I am your host, Robbie, and today's episode is actually really, really cool. I had the pleasure of sitting down with a member named Nathan Groves at the Future Foods Ag Conference uh, in Darwin at the start of the year. Um, Nathan is the creative director of Salty Games and is the mind behind Pasture, the Livestock Simulator. For those of you who don't know what that is... I won't spoil it too much, but imagine getting to chase cows in a helicopter with an Xbox controller. No spoilers. It was awesome. Jump into today's episode. It's really, really cool. I wish I could have spoke to Nathan for a lot longer than what we did. Could have asked him a million questions. He's a very interesting guy and I really do hope you guys get a lot out of today's episode. It's awesome stuff, so jump into it. Nathan, thank you for joining us for the AgFord Podcast. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. Mate, I was very intrigued after seeing mm-hmm. your setup. To get into that,
1: can you give us a bit of a background of yourself and what kind of got you into yep. what you're doing now? So, um, I'm Nathan Groves, I'm the creative director at Salty Games. Um I grew up here in the Northern Territory. Uh my dad is um was a, a station manager and uh he still is a livestock agent. Um I got into developing computer games after I got out of the army. And um, at some point, I had the pleasure of trying Farming Simulator. And I actually downloaded it as a joke. Like, I was like, there's no way this is going to be an interesting game to play. And I um, started playing it. And then I just kept playing it. And um, I lived in Catherine at the time. And I just sort of realized that I, I took more notice of all the farming machinery and implements that were around me the whole time. Um, but just started getting interested in them. And then, um, yeah, just, just obviously with my background, with my dad being out on the cattle stations and going to visit him and doing mustering and stuff like that on my school holidays, um, that's what sort of gave me the idea. If they can make crop farming fun as a video game, why couldn't I do it with livestock farming? Okay. So,
0: what got you into, like, you were in the army? Mm-hmm. And then out of that, what got you into computer programming? Were you in that involved in the army before? Or no,
1: what, I mean, what was that? One of the. One of the things that did sort of tie over was we used um, simulators in the army. It was called VBS2 and it was just like, we were infantry soldiers, but we had like 30 computers in a row and we were all on a computer each doing what our role was. Um, like I was a machine gunner, so I was the machine gunner in the game and I just really liked that. Um, and I've just always liked computer games, but the um, there wasn't really the availability to learn computer programming and and game programming in Darwin when I was in high school. Um, So I ended up doing it after I left the army. So, yeah. Interesting. And then you
0: came up with the concept of Salty Games?
1: Yeah, well, we came up up with the concept of Pasture, the livestock simulator, and Salty Games was just the vessel to do that. Mm -hmm. So we just wanted a name that was about the NT because we're both from the NT. That's what we came up with. And Pasture is what I've just played when I've just yeah 500 head yep. on my own, so pasture is like a a, a farming simulator for um, for livestock, obviously focusing on livestock and in particular focusing on the NT. I think it's you know one of the most interesting farming environments in the world. like one of the things when I would play farming simulator, I'd think, oh, this is really nice doing all these sunflowers and all that, but there's never a moment where it's like you have to act now. and I thought with livestock farming you can have it that you know a dingo is there a water buffalo is knocking over your fences, something like that where you, you have to actually take action on it. So still going with that that peaceful thing of maintaining your farm, looking after your fences, but then you have that sudden action that you have to take care of. So um the full game will be like a, a full spectrum of of running a cattle station from, you know, mustering, drafting, genetics, selling on a live market, trucking, um Basically everything you can think of, but we just thought if we go with the mustering first, that's something that we can do demos at places like this and people will just be able to get in and have fun, muster the cattle from paddock A to paddock B. So that's why we're going with the mustering first. Um, The next thing we're going to do is sort of bull catching so that, you know, some people will be mustering in the helicopters and horses and then someone can get in the bull catcher and go and capture the bulls. Mm.
0: Before I ask like where it's kind of going in the journey, Mm. how did you develop that with, uh, was that looking at different areas around here or Mm. how, what's
1: that progression? Um, So honestly, we've spent a lot more time on, on the programming than on the visuals at the moment. Um, We spend a lot of time on getting the cattle behavior to be right and we've got a lot more work to do on it as well, but it's just very, very finicky Basically, every single animal, there were 500 in that demo, every single one of those animals is making decisions for itself. It has its own personality. Wow. Um, and they follow like a, like a herding algorithm that, um, you know, prey animals, they try to stick together in the presence of a predator. They try to get into the middle of the herd. Um, and when you actually put all these things together and you just give them all that mathematical formula that they can do it, it just looks like... A herd of cattle but there's still there's still so much more to do um but yeah that's what you saw there and then obviously to actually make it fun you have to put in the helicopters and all that sort of stuff as well and and the and the terrain but we're spending a, a lot of resources on getting the cattle to feel right so getting them to feel right at a macro level with 500 going and then getting them to feel right if you've got like two in a yard or something like that or you You're trying to do a camp draft and you've got a bunch there and you've got to cut one out and then do a camp draft with it. So there's that large, um, the large herd behavior and then there's the individual behavior, but really it's only, it's only an individual times 500 and that's how you get the herd behavior. Does that make sense or?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but very, like I didn't, I didn't. Think you would have put that into each individual animal? I thought it would mm. kind of, but again, I don't know anything yeah. background. But that's very interesting. Yeah. How how long does it take for you to develop something like that? With how, thing- how long you've been working on pasture for one year?
1: Wow, yeah. So not, it's kind of not that. Like no, that it's long, not that it. long. No, but um, and and really, like I wouldn't even call it a year because at the start it was there weren't many of us on the project and we weren't working a lot of hours on it. Now I work full time on it. We've got another full time programmer. We're getting another one soon. All up we've probably got four programmers, a few artists, and, and like some of them are, are part time, so it's not like all of them are full time, but um, it's it, it ramped up a lot, so it wasn't like the team we have now were working at it from the start. Mm-hmm. So, did you get um, was that based on getting
0: like, did you get funding, or have you funded this yourself, yeah.
1: or so um, funded ourselves initially with um, private investment, and now we've got a, a grant from Screen Australia, um. And we also got a grant from the Northern Territory Department of um, Innovation. Um, we want to get another grant from Anti-Screen. So we, we've got a few that we're going for. Grants are obviously good. Um, and then we would like to, you know, bring in uh, real-life brands into the game and, and use that sponsorship to build it as well. Yeah, cool. We know that Farming Simulator does that. They, It was put into an article by... I can't remember the article. I'll send it to you guys later. But um, they pay for a lot of their development with the sponsorship, and then they sell the, the game at the end as well.
0: What does the progression, I guess, look like in terms of moving forward from here? Are you, mm. are you at the mustering stage now with the yeah. game, and is that will that then be released to the public just as its own self, or you can take it to that where
1: it's the full working operation? Yeah, it de- it depends on what sort of funding we get. If um, if we can't get any more funding. Um, And we sort of need to release and bring money in. Uh, That's why we did the mustering first because we figured that could be, you know, sort of a standalone game where you're a mustering contractor. You start with nothing, you keep building up your equipment and your money and stuff like that. And then, um, and then once that game is out and people have got it, we can, as we build up the full station simulator, we can just, you know, update it so they can update onto their machines. But um, at, at the moment we're just gonna. Keep building as much as we can. Uh, the next thing is probably once you've finished mustering them, getting them into yards and loading them onto trucks. We'll just build bit by bit until we get there. What do you want it to look like? Like I've, I've seen the game and do you want it to look exactly like
0: a, like a farming simulator but yeah. for the Northern Territory or it, yeah, is it progressing to it's that? It's
1: got to look like it's inspired by the NT. Um, yeah. In the last few weeks, we've been going out and 3D scanning um, pandanus trees, fire ferns. Um, sand palms, these these sort of funny-looking trees that you mostly get in Northern Australia. Um, so we figured if we have, like, good grasses, these funny sort of trees like pandanises and things like that, and then gum trees, those three together will make the player feel like they're in the NT mm-hmm. with some other things. But, um, yeah, it's it's just meant to be a feeling that has just, just felt like you're in the NT without having to particularly look at something, you know, like... We could spend hours on building a a tree and scanning it, and no one's probably ever going to directly look at that tree, but with all those trees together, they will feel like they're in the NT. That's the idea.
0: <coughs> I want to actually progress on the the movements with Inside the Game, and you mentioned genetics earlier. Mm-hmm. I want to touch on that. I'm also just going to go back one step. Mm-hmm. I was with the helicopter. Okay, yeah. How did you How did you get those movements right and correct and... Again, there's something that comes down to a mathematical yeah. equation, but it does even when movements are very, very Yeah.
1: It's basically just a very simplified version of how a helicopter works. Do you have to look into that? Or Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, like um uh my 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 uncle is um a thirty thousand hour helicopter pilot, uh, mustering pilot. And um, you know, when we were first showing the game to people, um we were flying it every day cuz we're making it and testing it so we could all fly the chopper like a demon um but people would just crash it over and over and over and over and over and you know you got kids sitting there playing it and they don't really care and they just keep doing it but it's frustrating to watch when you actually see someone play a game that doesn't know so um you know I had people say to me oh you should you know make it more realistic um but it really needs to be accessible for everyone, but it it will feel realistic, but it just won't do things like, um, it won't have talk that you would have, you know, trying to turn the helicopter around as you, you know, pull the collective or something like that. Um, later on, we might do a more realistic one for those who want to go and do that. But, um, at the moment we're just designing it so everyone can get in and get that feeling of flying a helicopter. But yeah, it's all done like through physics. So you'll notice as you sort of fly to the to the right, and then you you sort of turn back a bit to s- stop that yeah. progression. It will s- still keep floating that way if you haven't taken that like enough of that inertia or velocity away. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. Yeah.
0: I didn't know I was, mm. this is. It does. It doesn't feel clunky. Yeah. Which I thought was impressive. Mm. Um. So I
1: assume you probably ran into that a lot along the way. With that, we've had a lot of clunkiness with a lot of things, but the helicopter has gone pretty good. Oh well. Wow. Okay. It was more just the problem was when yeah it would. People didn't know how they how helicopters work, so um, and it's hard to fly a helicopter with an Xbox controller. So we had to do things like auto stabilize it and stuff like that. Mm, So you know, still sometimes people have trouble getting used to it. And I just tell them, just if you if you're losing control of the helicopter and you don't know what's going on, just let go of the controls and it will just balance itself. Mm. Um, That obviously wouldn't happen in real life, but yeah, for anyone that doesn't know what what flight flight feels like, because you haven't
0: played it yet, it feels exactly like flying a GTA helicopter. that's That's it you're a big compliment yeah Yeah. no you're on on how are you doing the genetics are you individually going through different
1: species of animal and then bringing each of their um it we we have to make decisions about making the game that will sometimes be limited okay um and as we get to each feature we we build it and test it as we go some people when they develop software they'll they used to do Waterfall. So they'll go, all right, this is our project. This is exactly everything we're going to do in the next two years. Then they build the project, do go to the plan for two years, they release it, and everyone's like, this sucks. No one likes it. You know, Nobody wants it. So what people do now with software and, and game development is, is called Agile. So you, you do like two-week sprints or three-week sprints, and you sort of build, test, build, test, build, test. So we know we want a genetics component in there, and we have ideas of how it's going to look, but we don't have it completely... Written down yet. Um, ooh, at the moment, we've just got Brahmins. So, you know, we may have it that you can create your own crossbreeds, but um, ones that we've sort of pre designed, like maybe like a Drought Master or something like that. And okay. it's like a mix of a Brahmin and a Shorthorn. Mm.
0: Okay. And where are you currently at with
1: the game? <sighs> That's a hard question. Okay. Um, we'll like what percentage am I? Oh, oh, um, That's a good question. Um, can you? Describe, like so and
0: well, I guess I I played the version that you have mm-hmm. there now. Is that nearly at a? Oh, f- is that the current
1: version that? We're, what we're
0: yeah, doing? is that what you're working with currently? That's basically what we're up to. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, that and I guess my final question then would be: Is what? When do you think it'll be released to the public? Are you going to wait until you get all those features, or are you going to start to just progressively update it as it
1: goes over time? It it depends. Um, I would prefer to I would prefer to not release too early because. People, you know, we've got a, actually, if anyone's listening, we've got a really popular TikTok, just Salty Games proprietary, PTYLTD on TikTok. Yeah, we'll get it. And we've got like 5,000 or 4,300 people or something. And we're always getting messages from people. And they they, they seem to be mostly like Australian farm guys and girls, um, but we're starting to get a lot of Americans now. And people (laughs) always message you, you know, saying, when's it out, when's it out, when's it out? And they really want it to come out. But then if it comes out and it's not ready, they're probably the, you know, probably the same people that will give it a a bad review or something so we just want to make sure that yeah if we're stalling on things it's because we want to make sure that the user gets the best experience um i wouldn't mind releasing it like into early access um even if we got the mustering really good but that also just it just depends Um, if
0: you get that really good with like i suppose funding mm -hmm. programs do you know what that timeline looks like now currently
1: we we want to release in August next year to full release. Oh wow! But you know, games and things are things that tend to stretch out. So we don't want to keep people waiting. So we might be able to get something that's like an early release, like mustering or something like that, just so that people aren't waiting for years and years and years. And then we add features as we go. Yeah, permanent updates. Yeah. And have you found TikTok and social media has been your best kind of format of marketing? Yeah, TikTok currently easy, incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Um. Yeah. We we've got a Facebook. We've got an Instagram, but. I don't know what it is with TikTok's algorithms but we just found that you get so much more followers and and real legitimate followers there like like because I was so excited about it I was basically looking at every profile that would follow us at the start um then I realized it can it shows if you go on someone's profile so I was like okay don't want to creep people out but I can just see you know you can see their profile pictures and you can see the sort of people following you and you're like yeah these are legit followers so definitely TikTok um in fact, we've neglected the other ones, so we want to we want to we wanna get onto that. But you guys would probably know it's it's a full time job doing social media. So absolutely, yeah. And uh, where are you going to be releasing it, like um, software onto? So Steam, Steam. Okay, yep. brilliant. So Steam on PC first, and mm-hmm. um, you know we're applying to go on Xbox and PlayStation. They're very protective of their platform because they want everyone to have a good experience there. So it just takes longer to go onto PlayStation and Xbox, but that is our goal. So. Um, but Steam will be highly likely the first place that anybody plays it. Like we, we've already got it on Steam, it's just not visible. Like we 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 play online with our programmers from from Cairns and other parts of Australia. We, we play online over Steam. So yeah, awesome.
0: Okay, mate, what you've got is actually is, is incredible, and it honestly, wasn't something I was expecting to see today. So like really well done, and it was it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, um, thank you very much for coming on today. I do appreciate
1: it. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited to see what, what happens for you in the future. Is there anything else you want to? No, that's it. Just, so, um, yeah, so, um, search au. Anyone who's listening, go on and uh, join the email list.